Hey, welcome to episode one. You got it. It's me, Chad Rodabaugh. We are following through with what we have been thinking of, been wanting to do, and have committed to through our intro. So, Merry Christmas, everybody. This is not a Christmas edition. Um, it is actually the day after Christmas. What's great about Christmas is I used to just sit in a bathroom somewhere smoking meth on Christmas or be out doing crime, uh, doing, you know, using the holiday traffic as a way to traffic, you feel me? But at the end of the day, this Christmas was much unlike all the other Christmases I've had before. I was sober. Not only was I sober, I was around family. I was finding ulterior ways of having Christmas. And I was sad. I was sad. It was hard. It was a hard, it was a hard break in reality for me. Because I had to go and adhere to things that I haven't been doing. In 2019 was the last time I actually went to a family Christmas sober. And that was 2019 was, you know, August 2nd, 2019, I got out of federal prison. And so, of course, Christmas was around the corner from there. And so I went. And of course, I probably got hammered, drunk, and made an ass of myself. <laughs> but it was my last time. Now, before that, crickets. I can't tell you. And that sucks. So the name of our podcast is Radical Acceptance, our journey through addiction recovery. Now remember, addiction recovery can be anything that you have recognized that you are addicted to. It's problematic in your life and you've overcome it. Okay? That is addiction recovery. And so that is what we speak on here. I do not speak for anybody but myself. Those are the ground rules. If it sounds like I'm speaking for something other than myself, please remember, I am really just speaking for myself, okay? You can debate me. You can come on and and leave me messages. You can hate me. You can love me. But just know that no matter what you do, I love you. This podcast is based solely around being positive, positively moving forward if we have to recognize some negative shit in order to get there we will because this is against all odds at all costs we're going to be a part of something that is bigger and better and positive in all its glory the thing i want to talk about today is of course radical acceptance let's just let's just get straight into it Okay, radical. What's the meaning of radical? I got on the internet and found it. It's relating to or affecting the fundamental nature of something. Okay, that's radical. So basically, you are relating to or affecting the fundamental fundamental nature of something. So it could be anything, right? That's what radical means. It means that you are doing something out of the ordinary. Acceptance. The action of Consenting to receive or undertake something offered 
acceptance, the action of consenting to receive or undertake something offered. Now, I put those words together, together, radical acceptance. Practicing a conscious effort to acknowledge and honor difficult situations and emotions. Woo! Man, I could not get that meaning in my life. And had I have had been able to embrace that in my life when I was 15, 16, man, I might not have gone through this journey. You know, there's some things I regret in this journey. There's things that I wish I wouldn't have done in this journey. There are people I have affected, hurt, and changed their life, essentially, through this journey. The reason why I want to embrace radical acceptance on this podcast right now, and the reason why I, I called it out as the, as the name of this podcast is because it's something that I've struggled with my whole life. Had I have had radical acceptance, I may have been able to move forward a lot at a, at a lot sooner time than I did. Okay, so my first acknowledgement of radical acceptance was that I was starting to embrace radical acceptance was I was smoking meth in my in my in my house like I always do uh, or I always did. <laughs> And this is probably, oh my goodness, 2022 for sure, okay? Um, it would have been around April, around April, the beginning of April 2022, smoking meth in my bathroom, okay? Now, mind you, I had been sleeping before that, and I had just woken up from a, dude, a radical dream, something... That I, when you know, one of those dreams when you wake up and you're like, man, I that dream was off the charts. Like, I can't even tell you, was it a nightmare? <laughs> was it uh, was it God speaking to me? Was it the universe speaking to me? Whatever your higher power is, were they coming to me in a dream just now? Or was that just like some drug-induced, comatose, you know, movie I was watching while I slept? I don't know, but it had me in a different zone. It had me kind of shook in a way. So I went to my bathroom, closed the door, and no, I'm there by myself, but I still close the door, and I, I start smoking, and, you know, and all of a sudden I exhale and I look at myself in the mirror, and I'm like, man, these people don't love me. These people don't love me. So I'm like, hmm, all right, fuck it. So I pull up, I, I, I used to have these, these uh, hidden compartments in my bathroom, pretty big bathroom, pretty big closet in the bathroom. And the reason why I keep it in there is because no one should ever be in there, right? Except for me and whoever is there with me that I allow in there with me, right? My girlfriends, for instance. Anyways, so I pull up, boom, I pull up the, you know, the board where it's at and I'm missing something. I'm missing something significant. I'm missing money. Where in the F did it go? Who's been in my bathroom? Who could have gotten in here, man? It's like Fort Knox getting in there. Not only are you going to have to get through, through into my bedroom, and that's fortified, but you're going to have to get into the bathroom now, and I've got cameras. 
don't give a shit. I have cameras in my bathroom. My girlfriend don't like it, but I fucking don't give a shit. But it just so happened that a series of events had happened to where my cameras had gotten shut down. Now it was a mystery surrounding me. Who could have taken all this money? It's not significant of the amount or what it was. If it was even money, it doesn't matter. Just know something significant was missing that ultimately changed my outlook on a lot of things. It's not the first time I've been missing something, for sure. But at, at this time in my life, I'm only surrounding my people with um, my people, myself with a few people. So as I as I as I keep smoking and I, now something's wrong, right? I go, man, if this is all just part of me waking up from this dream that just made me feel like, what the f-, f is going on here? I've been wrong all these years. I've been wrong all these years. These people don't love me. Man, my feelings are hurt. You know, before that dream, <laughs> I probably would have been a, a really more upset than I was but almost I was almost thankful like a weight had been lifted off my shoulders because at the end of the day I was I was I was coming into existence with what I'd like to call radical acceptance I was accepting the situation and I was looking to it to understand it so that I could learn from it because it wasn't a game changer for me. It was just the fact that I didn't have enough people around me that, that I didn't know for decades that should have been in there. So it could have been anybody in my life, which was very few people, which made me go, what am I living for? What is this life about? Why have I come this far to be second guessing the people around me? Wow, what's going on? I'm not your average meth addict. I'm a gang member. I push everything criminalistic on the streets. I don't say that boastful. Fucking embarrassing. Now. But I can never accept nothing different. Let me tell you why. That I found out. Like I said, I only speak for myself. So... Why it took me so long to relate and conform to radical acceptance is I felt as though accepting something was the same as being in agreement with it. When I sat down and actually thought about it for a long time, uh, the reason why I named this podcast Radical Acceptance was because if I couldn't accept it in my deluded way of life, then I wasn't, I wasn't going to be in agreement with it. Which means push it away, get it out of here, bye. See you later, don't come back. So anything that pertained to positivity, beautifulness, love, harmony, any of those things that you could think of that is just, you know, flowers blooming, bees buzzing, the, the greenery, grass is growing, the sun is out, all of that shit. <clears throat> Don't miss me with that darkest night. Gun in, guns, gunshots, drugs, hate and discontent, games being played, mind games, people all over the place. I'm, I'm zigzagging, you know, bringing poison into our country, bringing poison into my, 
into my city where I'm from, bringing poison to my peers and, and their children. Mothers fucking crying in the street. Their children are dying. Okay? That's what I was only accepting in my life. Okay? That's it. Until, until, I, until I stumbled upon radical acceptance. Accepting the fact that I was wrong for 29 years. I chose what I chose when I chose what I chose, right? We've heard that before out of me. You'll probably hear it a few more times. And I chose it when I was 15. And because I don't know what radical acceptance is, and I'm not embracing anything that has to do with any kind of radical acceptance, anything that I don't relate with or I'm not pushing has to go. Anything. That means nobody can change my heart. Nobody can change my mind. I've done a decade in prison altogether, and none of those times did I get out and have a change of heart. Not once. I might have changed for a few weeks or months, but eventually I was back on the streets, back in the shit. Doesn't matter if I'm on parole. Doesn't matter any of that. I can go back to prison. Prison is good. I don't care. It's all negative. I love negativity. I be pushing negativity, and that's who I am. No, I am not accepting a beautiful flower, buzzing bees, the grass is green, none of that shit. The sun is shining. I sleep during the day, ladies and gentlemen. Normally, I'm not even... Sleep? Shit, don't even call it sleep. I'm in a comatose state. Been up for days. Sometimes in the same clothes. Because I'm out doing, doing the most negative shit you could ever dream of. Most people in this world do not even... Are not able to fathom the, the, what I am just cohabitating with on a regular basis acceptance to the fullest most people this isn't this is their worst fucking nightmare if they had to dream about it and this is what i do every day because i don't have radical acceptance i cannot accept anything different than what i what my opinion is at the time or what i'm pushing which is negativity at all times period don't even trip but because I woke up one day with a weird dream and uh, at the, you know just the series of events that unfolded after that, I ended up in jail 20 days later. Did not have a chance to change my life on my own. Now I'm stuck. These people around me, they couldn't kill me, right? So they, they got me off the streets. Now I'm, now I'm sitting on trial for something I didn't do. Something that was totally made up. There is no other evidence other than people saying that I did something and they're willing to testify against me to, to, to get me convicted. Which holds me in jail, violates my federal parole, and now I'm stuck. Which in turn does what? Gets me off the streets. Gets me out of people's way. Right? I mean, I beat those charges. And through that, this is crazy. Through that... I missed an investigation of the people around me by the feds that turned out to get them hit on conspiracy charges that ended up, I mean, they're still in trial for it. Yeah, they've been locked up for over a year now. All the people that was around me. It's weird because I beat the, I beat the charges, I got out, and like a month and a half later, it was all over. They, they, they had taken down 
that whole ring that I had been pushed out of. Yeah, but I was on violent charges, guys. You know, so don't think don't think that I was was the one that turned that on them. They turned that the universe turned that on them. But it took me out of it. It took me out of it for just enough time for me to be able to see. Not only sit down and say, hey, Chad, you need to accept something different. Let's try, let's try some radical acceptance. That's not what I said to myself. I didn't say it like that at all. I, my feelings were hurt, man. The people around me had, had, that I thought loved me didn't really love me. And the people that do love me, I don't even go around. So really, man, I, at that point, I was in such, the universe had put me in such, a conundrum is all I can think of to say that I started looking at other alternatives to try to make me have hope to feel better. Now I'm starting to gain traction positive. And then I learned the word radical acceptance. I put myself into an inpatient drug rehab. Didn't have to do that. They f my insurance paid for it. And not the state, not the, not the feds. Of course, they're, the state is paying for my insurance, but they're not putting me through the drug rehab is what I'm trying to say. I'll put myself there. And this is my journey trying to, trying to hold on to what I started nine months ago. And I'm not trying, guys. I'm doing it. Moving forward, I'm a force of positive love. You know, I release all anger and discontent for anybody that's ever wronged me, I, I stay in cahoots with my higher power, ask for forgiveness. I have a whole big long ripple effect of hate and discontent, people's lives being changed behind me, 29 years of collateral damage behind me. How do you make up for that? 29 years later, all of a sudden you want to change your heart, huh? What about this? What about that? Look, I'm sorry, but I have to accept myself now. And the only thing that I can do in lieu of your bad thing that you had with me is by just changing myself for the better. And... This isn't me giving back to this community, guys. This is me being selfish like I've always been. I'm doing this as my aftercare. I'm doing this for my treatment. This is me. This is us. When you unload your story, you're taking out the trash. You're unpacking a suitcase. You're putting stuff away. and You're finding new places for it to go. Oh, no, it goes better over here. What am I doing? Oh, no, this fits way better over here. Oh, no, this trash, it goes in this dumpster. So on this podcast, just, just recognize that the people that are sharing their stories, and respect, please, the people that are sharing their stories are from all different walks of life and all different sides of recovery, okay? If I find someone that is recovering from spaghetti abuse, <laughs> I'm going to I'm go, I'm I'm going to try my hardest to get them on this podcast. 100. <laughs> oh man. Yeah.
Anything that I can do to see different aspects of recovery, whether I hate it or love it, doesn't matter. If I don't even fucking respect it, look, I have radical acceptance. I'm going to accept the things that I don't understand. And then let's let's try to figure that out. I'm not going to debate it with the person, but really I'm going to figure that out within because this is my battle from within. This is me battling myself the whole time. 29 years of a fucking battle within. Call it the biggest battle ever. And I'm winning now. I'm starting to win. So I, I want to keep that motion in motion. That's what I'm doing through this. So it's selfish, guys. Don't get that twisted. And I hope you guys are being selfish too by listening to it. Because I want you to display different points of view that you were not able to understand or or even relate to. So now, hopefully through hearing my struggle to accepting the things I cannot accept that I would normally never accept, let's just call it radical acceptance, hopefully maybe that'll, that'll change your tune and you'll start thinking about stuff like that. You know, and if you don't, you don't. Just tip follow and listen. keep listening to this. It's going to get better week after week after week after week. Just know I'm a force, guys. And that's not me tooting my own horn. I'm telling you, I really am. I can be a force if I really am dedicated to something. And I feel like I'm dedicated to this. When I get done doing this podcast today, and I'll probably be on top of the world, you know. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. Those are the most humbling words you can spit. Thank you. I love you. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. Universe. People. Peers. Family. Loved ones. My higher power. Chad Rodabaugh. Please forgive me. Thank you. I'm sorry. I love you. Chad Rodabaugh. That's what I say. I put stuff like that out to the universe when I don't understand something. I don't react in panic and push it away automatically. I mean, if it's a punch, I duck. But I don't just automatically start swinging back. I, start, I try to figure out why, why, why are they punching me. But don't think that I put myself in situations where I literally get punched. Because I don't. <laughs> like Bruce Lee said, be like water, right? How many times you heard that in your life? Me, millions. And it, it, it kind of stuck now. Like, I'm, I'm pretty hip to this skip. I can, I can pretty much maneuver around stuff. I see it coming now. I'm about that life. I'm about finding something that I don't understand and then understanding it. And then and then drawing my conclusion. And if I don't like it and it's something that I don't want to be, it to be a part of me, then I just love it from a distance. Cuz I'm only love. I'm not fight. I'm not discontent, I'm not hate, I'm not none of those things. 
that you can think of that are negative. I am love. I am light. I am green. Growing grass. Wind blowing. You know? Look at the mountains so high. Look at the snow so white. It's cold but yet so warm. Why? Because I'm recognizing it. That flower. I love flowers. I'll be driving out into the in the country for my for my job sometimes it puts me in rural parts of you know this great state where I live here in Utah and all of a sudden for the first time I'm recognizing the landscape around me and I'm recognizing the love and I'm embracing the sun I sleep at night now yeah radical acceptance okay let's go through it one more time radical Relating to or affecting the fundamental nature of something. Acceptance. The action of consenting to receive or undertake something offered. Together, radical acceptance. Practicing a conscious effort to acknowledge and honor difficult situations and emotions. Why did it take me so long to relate and conform to radical acceptance? Because I felt as though accepting something was the same thing as being in agreement with it. Wow, my bad. So it's not that. So just because I accept something doesn't mean I'm in agreement with it. I can remove myself and put myself in different, away from it. Like I said, I'm only love. I can love it from a distance. Doesn't mean I really am going to love it. It just means I love the fact that I can recognize that that's not something that I want in my life so I can distance myself from it through love. Love for myself. Yeah, love for myself. Now I'm in agreement. My little brother said, don't, get, don't, don't let your voice get so... <laughs> he's giving me feedback. He says, when you get excited, try not to let that be, be understood on this microphone, right? Well, sorry. Sorry, JJ. Man, I have a hard time with that. I, I struggle with that. <laughs> you know, you're always going to know where I'm at by the tone of my voice. When I start to get that, you know. Anyways, all right, guys. Well, I'm going to end this for today. First session ever. I love you guys. Don't even have to know you. Please hit follow. We're all part of this same struggle. This will get better week after week after week after week after week. Just know I'm like that. So have a great rest of your week. Merry Christmas. I love you. Please forgive me. Thank you. I'm sorry. Peace out.